Everything under your roof is important, so make sure your roof is up to the job. For over 20 years, SureTop Roofing has been covering triangle homes and businesses. SureTop Roofing is certified with all of the major shingle manufacturers, providing a 50-year non-prorated warranty. SureTop Roofing has estimators, project managers, and design consultants on staff, guaranteeing superior service. Visit SureTopRoofing.com. SureTop Roofing has you covered. Sure Top Roofing presents the Carolina Contractor with your host, Donnie Blanchard. Brought to you by GAF Roofing, shingles and materials. We protect what matters most. And Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply and Garner, a roofing supplier with a different approach. And the best thing about today is there's no hailstorms. Welcome to the Carolina Contractor. I'm Eric Smith and our host here, uh, Donnie Blanchard, as usual. How you doing, Donnie? Doing great. So the hailstorms, keeping you busy? They are. We literally finished our last job from the hurricanes a week ago, and we got a hailstorm the next week. So I had about four days of downtime, and here we go again. Yep. Well, we'll talk about hailstorms and how it affects your roof in a few minutes. But uh, if you go to the website, thecarolinacontractor.com, you can see some of the subjects we've covered in the past, including last week, a great conversation about building code changes, commercial roof types, and should you be your own contractor And, Donnie, you get those shows uploaded to the site also, don't you? They're already online. Yes, sir. Perfect. So if you want to listen to them, visit the website, thecarolinacontractor.com. And, again, for what, the umpteenth time, Donnie, you've brought in a special guest. Who is it today? We did. We did. So we deal with several products across the board, and each manufacturer usually has a representative that works a certain area or territory. And today I brought in Matt Silvis. He's with Velux Skylights. And uh, if you're not familiar with Velux, they basically have the the majority of the market share in the the skylight world. And Matt is just a has a wealth of information on skylights, and he is just a great resource for me. So I really appreciate you coming in today, Matt. Oh, thanks for having me, Donnie. Sure thing. And Matt, tell us uh, what your position is with Velux. I'm the senior sales representative, and I cover Central, East North Carolina, Southeast Virginia. Now, skylights, a lot different than they used to be. I, I was telling these guys off air, when I was a kid, I was at a friend's house. This is uh, like 1982. And in the kitchen, they had a skylight. And I'd never seen one. And I looked up and I was like, wow, this is awesome. It was a big plastic bubble. It had kind of gotten that cloudy, orangey film Yellow on it. Yeah, it was, it was still impressive to me. And I remember his dad under his breath goes, piece of crap. <laughs> it, it uh, that's the unfortunate part that those are lumped in as skylights. That is <laughs> not what uh, Velux makes. And 2010, we had to do something to actually go against that sentiment out there for mm. those types of products. Uh, and we did a product redesign to go after the perception that it's going to leak or it's a future leak. It's an issue that plastics had created out in the field. So in 2010, we released what is called the no leak skylight. That redesign allows for the installation to be warrantied as well as the product. So we not only guarantee our skylight, we guarantee the installation by the contractor as well. And Donnie, does SureTop Roofing install these? Oh, every week. Yes, sir. Me being the guy in the field that gets to put my hands on these and and just really see how easy they are to install and, and how efficiently they work after the installation. And of course, no callbacks is a big thing because they're doing what they're supposed to do in terms of keeping the water out. We can tell a big difference in what they had 10 years ago and what's available today. I had no idea all the ways you can incorporate skylights today. So that's something that's still very popular or more, in your opinion, Donnie? Um, it's more popular than it used to be just because they've gotten so much better. Velux does a great job at marketing their products. And if you notice, when you go to the big box stores, just about everybody carries this brand, and that's for a reason. Matt, 
with the hailstorm that came through, how do skylights fare with hail? As we're talking about hail, and we know it can spring up at any point in the spring and the summer here, mm-hmm. uh, we have laminated glass in our products that meets building code that also has a 10-year hail warranty. Mm. So if that glass were to break, Velux would supply a new product for that and change it out. With commercial products, we have polycarbonate, which is stronger than the standard acrylics you've seen out in the marketplace as well. But speaking more to the residential, the standard glass that we use in the greater central North Carolina market is laminate glass. And we call it queen quiet safe glass. It has baked in titanium and silicone dioxide into the glass Hmm. that acts kind of like a a Rain-X in the glass. It's baked in. So when it rains, water wicks off of it faster, Hmm. dries faster. So it does spot. You got it. No spotting. Also, it breaks down organic material like uh, pollen, uh, animal debris Mm -hmm. (laughs) that might land on it and washes it off. So the next rain, it's self-cleaning to a point. In what way does it break it down? So, what, all right. So that, that's just fascinating to me. Yeah. So you think of you think of glass as being extremely smooth. Mm-hmm. It's actually quite porous when you look at it in a microscope. But you look at it, it's quite porous. So what this does is it uh, the silicon dioxide levels it off, and the titanium dioxide breaks down that organic material so that it doesn't become sticky and get in those pores and stick into that glass. Unless you have a sap tree that's constantly dripping in the same location. Uh, your cleaning time for these skylights is extremely minimal. What was that motto again? Clean? Clean, quiet, safe. It's also far quieter than tempered glass or uh, acrylic. So there's bubbles, as you were speaking to, mm-hmm. uh, from the 80s. Uh, so it's it's quieter. So you hear less of the outdoor noise coming in as well as safe, and that meets building code, which means that that glass touches 12 foot at any point. It should be laminate glass. Mm-hmm. This is fascinating stuff, and I don't mean to interrupt your flow here, but wasn't there a Walmart in the area that had to be shut down after the hailstorm because they had so many broken skylights that it just wasn't safe for customers? Yeah, so unfortunately, hail is a part of the seasons here in, in, in Raleigh. Again, you do have polycarbonate material available for those commercial applications, which is going to provide those hail warranties, mm-hmm. um, and then also residentially the standard laminate glass. Is the 10-year warranty applicable to a commercial building as well? Yes, okay. you would. And, and again, you can use residential material on light commercial and or um, you know, commercial application, uh-huh. um, but you just you need laminate glass there. Or we do have acrylics, uh, polycarbonates, and they've come a long way from the 70s or 80s type versions of products that you saw out there. If I were a homeowner, the first thing I would think about, it, should I have to file a warranty claim because of a broken glass is, do you guys supply the labor and the material or just the material? Yeah, we certainly do have a warranty for that. Broken glass. Uh, our all of our products have a ten-year product warranty, twenty-year glass warranty from mm-hmm. seal failure. Um, the ten-year hail warranty for our laminate product, we would replace the material and installation costs. Okay. And then our blinds and our motors and operators, those all have a five-year warranty. Okay. Donnie, you're doing a roof, and a house has existing skylights in it. Do you have to replace the skylights, or can you keep them? So we prefer to go back with everything new. It's often complicated to match a new flashing kit. So the two pieces to a skylight installation is the skylight itself and then the flashing kit, which is also made by Velux. And uh, it's really smart. We, we see all kinds of installation methods where people try to fabricate their own flashing on a metal brake and, and do it themselves. And that gets complicated from everything from the joints to the gauge of the metal that they're using. And we just we don't touch a skylight unless we can go back with a flashing kit. But definitely we prefer to go back new. What do you think, Matt? 
I would say there's four great reasons to change that, that skylight when you're doing a re-roof. One is it's the cheapest that homeowner's ever going to have the job done because the contractor's already there. Mm-hmm. They're already pulling back the shingles. Labor force is there, so you're not bringing them back another time. So it's the least expensive you're going to get the job done is when you're doing that re-roof. Even if your skylight's within uh, – it's only eight-year-old skylight, you would at least broach it with them uh, as a contractor to make sure they understand that you want to change that out now because mm-hmm. the second thing is they'll have a coinciding warranty. They'll have your warranty, your new 50-year warranty for your Shingles, roofing. Right. Yeah. And with the skylight, if they choose to keep what they have there and you reflash it, there's still no new warranty on that mm-hmm. skylight. So it could leak the next day. And technically, it's not covered. No. And they would point the finger at us, and, and we'd have to come back out. Yeah. And, and, and the simple act of uh, removing the shingles, you have shingles being slammed down. It could break the seal of what was butyl back in the day, which is mm-hmm. a tarry gasket mm-hmm. used to seal the glass to the metal profile on a skylight. Uh, so that simple you know, movements on the roof could break that seal. Today, we use a 50-year silicone uh, because what would happen in practice is the sky would be replaced. It wasn't a matter of just replacing out that piece of glass. They would change out the whole unit. So mm-hmm. to get better practice and give a better product, we switched to a 50-year silicone as well. What we run into the majority of the time is that most of these houses that need new roofs are 20 to 30 years old because that's the average lifespan of the shingles that were available that long ago. And that applies to the skylights. Most of those were not retrofits. They were installed when the house was originally built. And those skylights, do, just doing the math, were all before the 2010 big change that you mentioned earlier. You got it. And People can keep their skies if they have them and do a reflash. But as I was saying, it's it's the cheapest you're ever going to get it done. You have the coinciding warranty with your new roof and your new skylight. The energy efficiency of today's product is far greater than it was mm-hmm. even in 2009. Um, you have low E3 argon fill for the skylights. So it keeps your house cooler in the summer, warmer in the winter. And I'd say the fourth reason would be if you added a pre-installed blind to the unit for light control. The skylight, the flashing kit, the installation, and the blind all gets the 30% federal solar tax credit. Oh, that's a really attractive thing. And so Matt and I got to know each other when I did my very first job uh, with the solar blinds. Can you elaborate on what those are and just how they came to be? Absolutely. So Velux has had solar blinds since 2010. And what it allows you to do is simply use your remote control and move the blind up and down. We have two main styles. So Technology, cool. man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. It's it's a, it's a good thing. So you have light filtering and room darkening blinds. Room darkening would come down and cut off 99% of the light. Uh, you would want to use those in rooms like your bedroom or your media center, You know, your living room where you have your TV, where you want full light cut off. Of they it. can be operated on a timer as well. Isn't that right? Absolutely. You can uh, use the remote to set it on a timer function. Mm-hmm. Moreover, if you do the pre-installed blinds on the skylight, it comes with a Velux gateway. That gateway allows you to, as well as have a up-down stop remote that you can have on your wall, you can download a Velux app to your smart device (laughs) and control the blinds, and you can set it to time. So every day at 11 a.m., the blinds automatically close. Every day at 3 p.m., they open back up. That makes me think about this particular lady that we installed these for. She basically lost the use of her kitchen and because it was just hot. She just didn't want to be in there, and she complained about it. They moved into the house, and and the particular wall that the kitchen was on faced due south. So all day long, she just had sun beating down in her kitchen, and it always heated the kitchen up, I want to say, to the tune of around 8 to 10 degrees different than, than the rest of the house. So once we installed these, number one, they got the tax credit Matt mentioned, but number two – 
they called a, a few weeks later and said it basically changed the core of their house that they all could hang out in the kitchen as a family, mm-hmm. and it also contributed to their utilities. They hadn't got their first bill at that point, but I can only imagine changing the main room of your house eight to ten degrees cooler every day had to have a big impact. This is the Carolina Contractor Show. You've been listening to Donnie Blanchard of Suretop Roofing, and our guest today is Matt Silvis with Velux, and we've been talking about skylights. It's not your uh, grandfather's skylight anymore. <laughs> it is not. All right, coming up next, we're going to do some questions from listeners. You can submit your question by going to the website, thecarolinacontractor.com. That's coming up next, so hang on. We'll be back with more of the Carolina Contractor presented by Sure Top Roofing. Everything under your roof is important, so make sure your roof is up to the job. For over 20 years, SureTop Roofing has been covering triangle homes and businesses. SureTop Roofing is certified with all of the major shingle manufacturers, providing a 50-year non-prorated warranty. SureTop Roofing has estimators, project managers, and design consultants on staff, guaranteeing superior service. Visit SureTopRoofing.com. SureTop Roofing has you covered. Welcome back to the Carolina Contractor with your host, Donnie Blanchard, presented by SureTop Roofing. And it's that time of the show that we get to answer questions submitted by listeners. You can do that by going to the website, thecarolinacontractor.com. Are you ready, Donnie, for questions? I think so. All right, question number one. We are replacing our roof soon. Can we save money by putting the new shingles over the old. Believe it or not, we get this question all the time, and it's always the same answer from me. Uh, absolutely not. Uh, I hate to do what they call a roof over, and there are several reasons why, but I'll comment on it first by saying it's a lot cheaper than you think to take off the old shingles. We have several crews, and of course, these guys are seasoned, and they've been doing this for a long time, but usually by 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning, we can have the roof stripped, meaning all the old shingles taken off, a checkpoint with all the remaining nails and, and re-nail any decking if need be and have synthetic underlayment on that thing by mid-morning. So if you think about the man hours associated with that, it's not you're not talking thousands of extra dollars to tear the old roof off. And one of the main reasons we prefer to do what we call a clean deck install is because it's recommended by all the major manufacturers. There's not one manufacturer out there that won't tell you to take the old shingles off if you can afford it and have a choice. They will still warranty the product, but in terms of the way that the warranties are voided and and the function of the shingles, it's just not as good to have that second layer of shingles under there. These warranties are in some cases as much as 50 years, and if you think about it this way, it's the last time that you're going to be able to inspect your plywood. So just taking a last look at that plywood to know that everything is structurally sound, in my opinion, is well worth it. And the last thing I'll comment on is if you have an older home, of course, we talk about this on the show about every other week, but the foundations were nowhere near as strong as they are today. So if you think about adding a second or a third layer of roofing to that, maybe your foundation isn't adequate enough to handle the extra tonnage there, and you could actually see some drywall compromised or some settling on the inside as a result of that extra weight that we add. All right, question number two submitted to the CarolinaContractor.com website. Our deck is shaky. How can we know it's safe? This is the time of year we're out on our back decks. It is, and I actually went out and looked at this one yesterday. So they sent the question in, and I had no idea how to answer it sight unseen. So when we went out there, I go under the deck, of course, and the first thing I check for are the connection points to the house. So there's a deck band, which means the 2 by 10 usually that wraps around 
the perimeter of the deck and the portion of the band that is adjacent to the house wall is where all the connections will be present. There's two things that I look for is what kind of connection or what kind of fastener they have in place and is it properly flashed. And this one, it was not properly flashed. If you're picturing a vinyl siding house, the flashing goes behind the vinyl, down and out over the band. So any water that gets down there against the house, of course, flows to the outside versus in. So they had some rotting issues that you couldn't see from up top. It looked fine. And also, it was nailed heavily, but it was still a nail. So the connection point for these deck bands needs to be something that's a threaded connection, meaning like a screw versus a nail. What we use are galvanized lag screws or galvanized lag bolts because, of course, they won't rust. And usually the inspections department checks for this sort of thing, but on this particular home, they missed it. Some other things that you can check for, you want to check the rails. Give the rails a, a push and see if they wobble. And usually if the connections are poor on the rails, that's something that can be fixed fairly easy and you're not under a, a dark deck and, and dealing with any kind of rotted wood. So that's an easy fix. The post spacing, if your posts are spaced out too far, that could contribute to sort of sagging or in this particular case, their posts were not spaced out properly. Also, they had four by fours. And if you go to Lowe's, you could see just how minimal the price difference is in a six by six versus a four by four. It just does not pay to go with a smaller member. And of course, these people bought the home and did not have any any say in that when the deck was originally constructed. But the only other thing that you can really check for is whether or not it has a ledger or hangers present. So where all the deck joists, meaning like the floor joist of the deck, where they touch that band that is attached to the house, there should be either a two by two treated wood strip down there to support all those from any type of sagging or a metal hanger, which looks like a a U-shaped piece of steel that you would anchor in with a specialty nail to that band. Donnie, this is one of the more unique questions we've gotten to the carolinacontractor.com. Should I build a new home or remodel my existing home when I retire? Well, this one's going to be a surprise because I told this gentleman just listen to the show today. <laughs> I didn't answer him directly, so hopefully he did remember to listen in. The big thing I wanted to tell this guy is it depends on whether or not you want to downsize. I mean, if you have a 3,000-square-foot home and it's just you and your spouse there, then there's no point in keeping a big house to clean for that many years. Also, the big thing to weigh out is if you've got it in you to go through a new home build. You know, the home building process is not an easy thing to do, and there's so many parts and pieces and selections that have to be made, a lot of times it's more stress than it is a benefit. And what you have to weigh that stress out against is remodel traffic. If you've ever had anything done in your house while you're living there simultaneous, it completely changes the way that you live and operate in your house for a good three to four months. And some people just don't want to deal with that. So uh, another thing, of course, I prefer to build because you can start from scratch, but door sizes and the flow of traffic are two things that are really hard to change in your existing house. I mean, the doors are going to be where they are. You're going to use the same hallways uh, to get where you're going day in and day out. But if you don't really like the flow or if it's not conducive to sort of handicap accessibility, then Mm -hmm. new construction all the way. And if you're going through the process of making something handicap accessible, it's a big to do and, and pretty major surgery to go into the walls and add the blocking that you would have to have for the appropriate grab bars everywhere. And in that case, I would definitely lean towards new construction. If you go new construction, the main thing to do, especially if you're of retirement age, is you want to eliminate the steps. So you want to tell your builder, pick a flat lot and you want to build up the garage or cut down the crawl space like we talked about a few weeks ago. Go with all four foot wide hallways at a minimum. Three foot doorways at a minimum is the handicap accessibility. I recommend showers because it's so much easier to get in and out block everywhere. We did our last house that was handicap accessible. We literally went through the whole house. It didn't matter what kind of room it was or what purpose it served. We put blocking for grab bars everywhere. And I guess the last thing that's a no-brainer is handicapped toilets. They're only two inches taller than a standard toilet, but it makes a big difference. 
And we have one more question, but instead of you, Donnie, I think our guest, Matt Silvis with VLUX, should answer this one. We have a room in our house with only one window that faces north. What is the best way to introduce more light? Of course, they want to use a skylight. Skylights bring in twice as much light as a vertical window of the same size, three times more than a dormer. So you're bringing in more light, better light for a longer period into the core of the home. You have venting available to you to bring in fresh air into the home. In the U.S., we're spending 90% of our time indoors. Mm-hmm. This is the indoor generation. So in order to circulate and bring new fresh air into the space, you crack a vertical window on the ground, open up that skylight strategically placed above, and it allows for ventilation as well. Depending on what type of ceiling you have, whether it be a cathedral ceiling or a flat ceiling, will determine how easy it is to cut in a new skylight, which can absolutely be done. Our sizing is based on standard American build between 16 or 24 inch on centers or even truss series to where we can make skylights fit into those spaces easily. It will change how your flare, your light well is flared out, but those options are available. And those are probably a little bit more labor intensive than doing a sun tunnel, which is a tubular skylight. So a tubular skylight allows you in about two hours to bring daylight down to a specific location. So if you had an interior kitchen and there's you know, the closest window is through the eating area, 16 feet away. While you're going to have daylight coming through those, and you do want that vertical vision to be able to see what's outside, you still want to bring daylight into that core. And a tubular sky will allow you to do that fast, effectively in a existing home where you are bringing down reflected light through a tube and down to a specific location. So the old joke of, I really like my new skylight, but my neighbors above me don't like it at all. <laughs> we actually can bring natural light into a isolated room. Absolutely. And those can go for a run of 20 feet and, and work ideal and bring daylight down to a, a tactical location. Really easy to install as well. Like Matt said, in just a couple of hours, we're in and out of there and all the interior connections, we can actually tap into the drywall down below without having to bring a drywall contractor in in most cases. But yeah, super easy to install. All right, if you have a question for Donnie and Chertop Roofing, go to the carolinacontractor.com and submit it. Before we go, in our topic, we started the show off mentioning this hailstorm that hit this past Monday and the damage it did. What do homeowners, Donnie, need to know about their roofs or how a roof can be damaged by a hailstorm that you can't see looking at the ground, from the ground? Right. Well, the, the main thing we tell folks is call a professional. There are a lot of these folks called storm chasers that come into town after an event like this, and I can't explain just how many are in town already. As the days have passed this week, we've saw as many as 20 different roofing companies in Garner and that same amount in Cary, and they're just coming in to make a quick buck. But back to the question, We tell our folks, document everything. And so if you didn't catch the show a few weeks ago when we commented on this, if it hails in your area, take as many pictures as you can, especially how easy it is to do that with a camera phone in everybody's pocket. Lay something down beside the hailstones, like a quarter or a dollar bill, and you can document the size. And that proves to the insurance company that hail definitely was present. We even had people that will pick up a bowl full and stick it in the freezer and the insurance companies don't care about that, but it's just a way to show, hey, this this really happened here, and um, super easy to document. But that's step one. Next step is call somebody like ourselves or a, a local roofer is what we tell folks to come out and just verify the damage. The insurance company is probably going to ask you if you've had that done already, and if some guy just knocked on your door and said, hey, you've got hail damage, he has no idea without right. getting on the roof. There are certain things that the insurance company calls collateral damages, and these would be damages to soft metals like your gutters or your mailbox or you know your car outside even uh, will show signs of the hail. So 
anything like that counts as a verification in this process. But uh, the next step beyond that is call the claim in. Once you've had it verified, you need to get in line because everybody's calling claims in by the hundreds mm-hmm. every day around here, especially. Um, one service that we offer is that if if the insurance company would like, we can provide a project manager or an estimator to meet your adjuster on site at the time he comes most of the houses that we've looked at, it's pretty black and white. The damages are really easy to see, and we think it's going to be an open and shut case. So, uh, And the next thing to say about that is a lot of times adjusters do not want a roofer or a contractor present, but some ask for us to meet them out there, and that's a service we provide at no charge. After the adjuster leaves, it's probably going to be a week or two before you hear anything, but a lot of times they will send you an electronic copy as well as a hard copy in the mail of your estimate. That's when you call us back. We come back out and get together, or you can forward your email to us, and we can review your paperwork in the office. But we take our own measurements of your house, and we compare what the insurance company offers versus what we come up with to make sure you're getting a fair shake. And one thing we find after a hailstorm this significant is that it does damage to other areas of the house, like your siding, your windows, your Mm. shutters, and your roof. And with insurance, the rule of thumb is after three trades are involved, they have to add overhead and profit to your estimate. Now, we're a full-blown residential and commercial general contractor, so we can handle all these trades. But be sure to ask your roofer or whoever you go with if they can handle windows, if they can handle siding, because a lot of folks signed contracts two years ago in the Fuquay hailstorm, and they got the roof done, and the contractor peeled out and went back out of town, and they didn't have anyone left to do their windows and siding. So really need to look for the package deal for somebody who's qualified and actually competent enough to handle all three areas. Definitely pays to go with somebody local and Should you decide to go with somebody who is non-local, do not give them money up front. What happened when the hurricanes hit last year, we saw this every day, is that a lot of people gave deposits to these folks from out of town, and then Hurricane Michael hit in Florida, and they had a lot more work Mm. closer to their home state. So thousands and thousands of dollars went out of North Carolina with these guys when they left with the money. So be careful who you choose. You know, Get somebody qualified to verify the damage, and go ahead and get in line with this insurance claim, because I think it's going to take a while. So if you've experienced some hail damage or you just want to know if your roof is okay, contact SureTopRoofing.com. Let them come out and look at it. They know how to assess any damage to your roof that's been from this hailstorm that's gone through. And they can guide you the rest of the way, the steps you need to take to make sure your insurance takes care of it and you get that roof fixed properly. Donnie, we want to thank you, of course, for coming in today. And also Matt Silvis from Velux, and it's VeluxUSA.com. It is, and thank you very much for having me, guys. Glad to have you. We're going to be back next week at 3 o'clock. If you want to listen to past shows or you have a question for Donnie and SureTop Roofing, you can go to the website, thecarolinacontractor.com or suretoproofing.com. Have a great Saturday. See you next week. Thanks for listening to The Carolina Contractor, presented by SureTop Roofing. Brought to you by GAF Roofing, Shingles and Materials. We protect what matters most. And Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply and Garner, a roofing supplier with a different approach. Submit your questions online at thecarolinacontractor.com and tune in next Saturday as we continue to help make your home great again. Everything under your roof is important, so make sure your roof is up to the job. For over 20 years, SureTop Roofing has been covering triangle homes and businesses. SureTop Roofing is certified with all of the major shingle manufacturers, providing a 50-year non-prorated warranty. SureTop Roofing has estimators, project managers, and design consultants on staff, guaranteeing superior service. Visit SureTopRoofing.com. SureTop Roofing has you covered.